Hello, welcome to episode two of Podcast, the official podcast of Hofstra Athletics. Today's episode features senior setter Hannah Clem of the Hofstra volleyball team. Hannah is in her fourth season with the program and is one of the all-time great setters at Hofstra and is near the program's record for career assists. Enjoy. Hello, we are now joined by Hannah Clem of the Hofstra volleyball team for Episode 2 of Pridecast. Thanks for joining us today, Hannah. Thank you for having me. Good morning. So, Hannah, uh, you're a senior setter on the volleyball team. Uh, I guess initial question, talk about how somebody from Berlin, Germany, chooses Hofstra University. Um, oh, well, like, the idea to go to America came, like, in my high school, in, like, almost my last two years. I had a friend, she was going to Nebraska, and I heard of it. I was like, hey, why not right out and then I got into this agency who was recruiting volleyball players from especially Germany to go to the US and yeah I got a couple offers through my agency from different schools and Hofstra was one of them and right away I was like oh yeah a New York school sounds cool of course when you're far away it's like New York and yeah in the end it narrowed down to mainly Hofstra and then Boston College and I chose Hofstra because of course like the team at this point like the coach was really like trying to get me she came to a visit to Berlin to see me play and I was really impressed by that and I like the program they're running here and also the location of New York and Hofstra as a school is just like the business school what I wanted to major in had like a good rep um, like a good standing so yeah I choose Hofstra. So you're a marketing major correct? Yes that's correct. Uh, and you uh, how much does an of an influence does when choose, from an international student athlete standpoint, does the New York City angle play for you guys? I mean, of course, like New York is abroad, like in Germany, or I think in every other country, it's like the city kind of like people always dream of going there. And of course, like actually living here or studying here is something so big. And people always, when I tell them back home, oh, yeah, I study in New York, they're like, oh, wow, that's so cool. So I think just the location is already like so huge. So four years ago, you choose Hofstra University, uh, sight unseen. You didn't visit the university, correct? No, I didn't visit. I just looked it up online, the, the uh, homepage, the website, and just looked on Google Maps a little bit. <laughs> but, yeah, I never came here before. Uh, what's the initial getting here like? Like, uh, Are you somebody that gets nervous easily? Like, What was that initial f- coming to fall camp your freshman year like for Hannah? Um, first thing was like leaving my family behind. It's kind of like I've never been away from home for this long and this far. So it was definitely rough the first days being here because also preseason didn't start it right away. So I was kind of, okay, where am I? What is this? And it was rough in the beginning. But as soon as we started practicing, all the girls were coming in. It's like you get so distracted and then you just fall into it. It's just like it's easy to adapt then actually. Uh, has your family come and visited you in New York at all? during your four years here yet? Um, my mom, she came in my first spring for like uh, for like five days with her husband and my sister, which was nice. And then my dad actually came this summer for two weeks, his first time to come here. And it was really nice because I didn't go home this summer, so he came here and we made a little road trip to um, Canada. And, yeah, it was nice. So let's get into the Hofstra program a little bit. Uh, when choosing a college in America, uh, how much do international student-athletes know about how the NCAA works and conferences and stuff like that, and is that important to you at all, or was just choosing the right college for you more important? To be honest, I had no clue what the 
NCAA really is. I just knew it, it had a lot of rules and regulations. And even the conferences, I didn't even know how exactly the whole system works here with conferences and how the game mode is and stuff. So for me, it was more like, okay, let's just try something new, like see how they do it over there at the college sports. And in this case, it was probably more important to choose a college where I want to be for four years and that had a good, of course, volleyball program, but also a good school. So. So you choose Hofstra, you come to a program that is steeped in success. Uh, at what point in that process do you learn that you're actually at a, not only a great university, but a pretty good volleyball program as well? I mean, I had a lot of co uh, contact with the coach, with Christina Hernandez at that point. So she told me a lot about how the program is, like their success, that they won the championship right before the year I came in. And of course, there's things when you hear that, it's like, oh yeah, cool, I want to be on a championship team, you know, like a champion team. So, um, but yeah, it didn't, it's hard for an international person to really get, uh, get to know like how it works here and what is really like a successful team in the U.S. So, but yeah, I think I made a good choice to come here. Certainly. So, uh, your freshman year, you have, you play a little bit of time, about half of the year, uh, team has an okay year. And then your sophomore year, uh, Emily Mansour becomes the head coach. Uh, your career really starts to take off, uh, and now it's the senior year of one of the program's all-time greats, Kelsey Wills, Noria Lopez de Silva's on the team. Can you just talk about how special that year was personally for you, and you know, really becoming the, the face of the program from the setter position, and then just how special it was from the success you guys achieved that year? I mean, I first have to thank Emily Mansour for this because she really turned me around again because coming in here my freshman year, I didn't really play that well. It was hard for me to adjust volleyball-wise. So. And then when she took over as a head coach, she really trusted in me and gave me the belief that I am a good setter. And she really like got me back to my like higher level of playing volleyball, which I'm so thankful for. And this year was just super special. Everybody was like new kind of like not new but we were all l learning how to work together and I know just the whole chemistry worked really well on the court and off the court as well so it was super special to be on this team especially with those great players like Nuria Lopez da Silva playing overseas in a professional league now and also Kelsey she was amazing to play with so yeah I'm really thankful that actually this whole program turned around as well with Emily Mansour. And then that, that year obviously ended in a run to the NCAA tournament. You win the CA championship, um, and you get to play at literally probably the greatest environment in the United States for collegiate volleyball at Nebraska, and Hofstra absolutely put a scare into them. Uh, can you talk about just that match in general, if you remember it, like how special it was? I mean, there was eight, 9,000 people in that volleyball match, the greatest environment in the country. Of course, that was great to go there. When we found out that we play in Nebraska, first thing I thought was like, oh, okay, that's in the middle of nowhere, but hey. And then, but people told me, oh yeah, they have the huge arena. There's like people going crazy for volleyball. So we came there and it was like, okay, we're the underdogs, of course. Like they're up top 10 in the country and we're behind. So for us, there was nothing to lose. We were just like, okay, here we go all out and see what happens or we just let us go, let it go. So. I think how we competed against them was really nice to see and it was so fun to play because the arena, even though they were cheering from Nebraska, they were also like so nice to us. Like when we had good rallies and won a rally, they were cheering for us. So it was a really special moment to play is, in this. Is event. that something that stands out about that trip, the, how knowledgeable volleyball fans they were, that they respected Hofstra as much as they respected their hometown team? For sure, for sure. Like you don't get this at any other or at other places because usually they just boo you out or they're really against you they try to make you look bad but 
these fans there were really like seeing the good volleyball and appreciating it. And even after the game, we got like fans coming to us and be like, "Hey, girls, you did a really good match." Or even at the airport, there were still people looking at us and like, right. "Oh, hey, you played a more awesome match yesterday." So that's. Yeah, I remember. Something. I remember we went to a restaurant for dinner after the match, and yeah, the people in the restaurant were like, "Oh, what a great match tonight!" <laughs> yeah, no, it's amazing that people actually appreciate the sport and not just rooting for their team. Kind of. Uh, your junior year, another solid year. Hofstra finishes in a tie for the regular season title. You lose in the conference tournament, but clearly there's growth in the program at this point. And then now going into your senior campaign, you guys are picked first uh, in the coaches' poll. Uh, talk about your expectations for this season and how you guys – and there's seven countries on this roster. How, how interesting is that, or is it made more of a deal of than you, it really is? I mean, having so many international people from different places, of course, is a hard thing at first because people come in with different volleyball cultures, different techniques and skills, and it's hard to find a balance then and try to get together and connect, but it also makes it so much more, I don't know, like people just bring in different stuff which make us grow a lot because we have so many different skill sets and players that can do different things. And this really makes it also like a unique environment to play in. And of course, it's hard to connect in the beginning, but I think we're on a really good way to become a really strong and good team, like a good team effort-wise as well. And yeah, preseason so far goes well, practices go well, and I can't wait to now see how we compete against other teams this weekend. Uh, now, individually, obviously, people don't always like to talk about their individual accolades. On the court, you've you've had an amazing career. Uh, you're about 1,100 assists away from breaking the school record for assists in a career. Uh, is that something in the moment student-athletes like yourself think about, or is that just kind of like gravy at the end of your career? You're like, wow, well, I did. I had a fun time and I had a great career. No, of course. Like being the setter of the year two times in a row already, it makes me really like, yeah, I feel honored. And right now it's more I focus on the team. It's not about, oh, I want to reach third time in a row being setter of the year. I want to reach exactly my, um, like, the sits to become first. But, of course, it's something, like, I would say secondary that is really rewarding and makes me proud, of course. But right now it's really for me getting the team together and making a good team work so we can actually win the championship, which is focus number one. And then if it comes with that, the other two things, then, of course, it's great. Have you had a chance to meet many of the alums of the program, especially like a Shalane, mm -hmm. who actually is the record holder? I know uh, Beth Parisi works home matches, and they're all previous all-time great setters here. Have you had a chance to... Uh talk to them ever? Oh yeah, definitely. Like Emily really makes an effort to bring alumni close to us. Like we had our beach day, alumni coming to this beach day. We can talk to them actually also about internship like possibilities and because they're all working in the New York area, which is great. And we also had a scrimmage and Shalane was playing against us and it's just amazing to see her play because she's still like such a good setter and player and she was talking to us after the scrimmage about how she did when she was here and how she can help us with things. So it's really good to have the alumni around us because they've been through all of this and they can just tell us how it works. Uh, you just mentioned internships and such. Let's get into a little bit of your mm -hmm. the other area you excel in. You're an exceptional student athlete in the classroom, uh, provost list, CA scholar athlete. Uh, how important is that for you to be so good in the classroom and where does that drive come from? I don't know. I think I was always kind of a good student even in high school. It, it was never really hard for me to study or things, yeah, 
actually went easy for me. And of course, coming here, a different language, and it was in the beginning hard to also adjust to this. But I think the school does a great job as well as dealing with athletes as well. So the professors really get close to you, and you can work with them. And for me, of course, I want to have a good degree. That's why I'm also here. Like, of course, playing volleyball, but also like having a good degree from an American school and. Um, I try to always be good in both and make sure I have time for both and organize everything good. And yeah. Uh, initially, when you get here, how, how difficult is the, you know, I don't know how early in your life you began to learn the English language and such, but how hard is that transition to come into a school in America? And although you're a great student, to make that transition to being in a school that's 100% American. Yeah, I mean, we learn English in third grade already. We start really early, so I had a good school English, I would say. But, of course, when you come here, it's totally different. What helped, though, was, like, that we had the first month of August being together with the team, being in preseason, and you already get into the language a little bit more. And then, of course, going into the classroom setting, it's different because everything is in English. And if you have classes like a natural science class or with like really different terms. It was hard for me. Sometimes I just took a list with words. I don't even know how to write them. I just guessed how it was. And then I went back home, looked them up online in a dictionary, and just, yeah, made my way like this. Uh, this summer you did an internship. Can you talk a little about that? And uh, I guess in the same question, uh, how it relates to whatever your career aspirations might be. Um, the internship actually was not in the marketing field um, necessary. It was more like a design internship because I also do a minor in design. And it was like with a small um, agency or design studio called Awaken Studio. They just launched actually their studio this summer. And it's really a small like company right now. But it was great because since there's only so little people in this company, they really gave me a lot of tasks to do. I could design the websites with them and I could do social media stuff as well, like um, they started their Instagram account or a blog and just looking for inspiration everywhere. So it was a lot of things I could do and was like different fields to look into and I really I really liked it. Did it change your career aspirations at all or is it you kind of still want to do what you wanted to do before that? Yeah, I, I don't even know what I want to do. <laughs> it's like I study marketing, of course, because it didn't, it's interesting to me. But to be honest, I don't really know where I want to go from there. If I want to go to advertising or if I want to go more marketing with design-related things like art director, it's really, really open for me because, yeah, I think I first have to figure out what I really like in order to decide what I want to do. But, yeah, this comes with internships and experience. Let's get into growing up a little bit in Germany. Uh what age did you start playing volleyball, and uh, where does volleyball rank in the hierarchy of popularity in Germany? Uh, yeah, so uh, when I was 10, there was like a new club opening up at my um, elementary school. They were walking around asking girls that look pretty tall for their age if they want to join and want to try out a practice. I was like, hell yeah. I, I never heard from volleyball really before. I was like, oh, let's just try sports. So and so I was 10. I got into this club, and from there on, I stick with the club. And so I've been playing for, 20, no, for 12 years now, and from there on, it just went on. I went to the sports school and then got recruited to a national team. And, yeah, volleyball in Germany, I think, has is on the growth, like when – but then the day back when I started, it was really like nobody really watched it and it was non-existent really. But I feel like now, especially with the Olympics, like beach volleyball, we won the gold medal, which was amazing. And 
I think people start to realize that actually volleyball is a cool sport, and it becomes in Germany more popular now than it was late years ago. And uh, sport-wise, what what is the most popular in Germany? Is it soccer? Is it something else? Yeah, definitely soccer. soccer. We're a soccer country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you play much soccer growing up, or is it was it more? You were 10, and somebody offered you the chance to play volleyball, and that was it. Yes. Uh, I never played soccer just for fun on the in the gym. But, um, no, soccer is more a guy sport, I would say, in Germany. It's really big. And, yeah, I don't know. I just started volleyball just because it was there, and I wanted to do some sports. So, uh, in that kind of on that same level, what uh, did you have a favorite athlete growing up, whether it was a volleyball player when you were 10 or 12, or was it somebody else, another sport that kind of drew you to the the area of sports? Um, to be honest, before I started any sports, I never was really interested in sport, or like I never followed sport. I was like, oh yeah, I want to be like this person. But like getting into sports, and then I don't know why, but I really like the Klitschko brothers, the boxers, not just because of their sports, but just they're really smart people and they, they're amazing in their sports, but also outside of their sports, they donate a lot of money, they do a lot of projects. So I think an athlete represents, of course, not only himself as an athlete, but also like brings back to the people in the community. Um, now back to Hofstra a little bit. Uh, as we talked about earlier, Coach Emily Mansour took over the program after being assistant your freshman year. And she's now in her third year as the head coach. Uh, can you talk about your relationship with Emily and what she's meant to your development and the program as a whole? Um, I think our relationship is a really close one, and I really appreciate that. We both came in the same year here to Hofstra. She as an assistant coach and me as a freshman player. And so we've been through three years here together, and of course there were up and down times. It was hard, especially when she took over. It was new for her and new for us, but she did an amazing job. I mean, she turned the team around. We won in her first season as a coach, which was, I mean, yeah, I don't have to say anything about that. So, And, um, yeah, our relationship is really, really good. Like, we can talk about everything. She trusts me. I trust her. And the thing that, uh, the fact that she made me the captain, I really appreciate that and I'm proud of that and yeah I'm just proud to be her player and that she's my coach. Uh, speaking of Coach Mansour, she's recruited a roster as we mentioned before with seven different countries including America, Croatia, Germany, Brazil, Puerto Rico, Italy, I'm missing something, Turkey, Turkey uh, three Germans actually the highest number of any area on the roster. Uh, did you know either of these two before they joined Hofstra? Uh, Louisa or Veronica, and uh, is is it? I guess it's kind of comforting to have somebody else from your home country on the roster as well. Um, Veronica, I didn't know before. We came in the same year, like as a freshman, and I didn't know her. She came in. She was from Hamburg. I'm from Berlin, so but we never really met. Also because she's two years younger than me, so we played on different levels. And but yeah, it's especially in the beginning was good to have someone that speaks your native language, especially in. When you talk about emotions, feelings, it's easier to talk somebody in your language. And then, yeah, Louisa, I actually know her since I was younger because she transferred to my same club when I was still playing in this club in Berlin. And we actually played together a German championship together. She's younger than me, but she was on the roster as well. And so I know her for a longer time. Also her sister, who played at Temple University, I know her for longer because we are all from Berlin and we just know each other. And I think it's it's cool to have, like, Germans here. And now that Veronica and me are leaving, Louisa will be by herself. But I'm pretty confident she was going to rock it. And Louisa's mother played on the 
Germany's uh, Olympic team in 1988. Were you aware of that little fact? Actually, I was, because oh. um, when we had the Berlin Championships and she was playing with us, her mom was there, and I got to know her just a little bit. But that's something I heard of her, and I was like, oh, wow, that's a really a volleyball family. And, of course, both sisters play volleyball on a good level, so, yeah. Well, Hannah, we'll be right back with the Pride 5. Five quick questions with Hannah Clem as we wrap up Episode 2 of Pridecast. We're back with Hannah Clem for the Pride Five. Five quick questions with Hannah uh, during Episode 2 of Pridecast. Hannah, your favorite sports team in Germany growing up? Um, I think the German men's soccer national team because that's something we all follow in Germany and growing up we were watching the World Cup, the Euro Cup and I think they always did great. They were always up there and usually they were a really young team playing together and yeah, I don't know, rooting for my team. <laughs> uh, you've now been in America for four years. Have you adopted any team in this country as some of you root for? You mean an American team? Yes. Um... I don't know, like, now that we watch, like, the Olympics a little bit, that they were on, um, I really appreciate, like, American athletes are just so physical strong, like, I really, am, I am impressed by this, and I really like the gymnastics team, like, I don't even know their names really, but I'm just impressed, like, how they just be just perfect on in what they do. Uh, favorite food from home and favorite food in America that you've learned to, like, that's our question. I love all food. <laughs> and um, favorite food from home is probably, it's called Kohlroulade. For my mom, it's like a cabbage rolled meat and a, with potatoes. My mom does the best. And favorite food in America is, I really love the sweet potatoes here, actually. Oh. That's something we don't really do in Germany that much. And when I came, I was like, oh, yeah, that tastes great. <laughs> yeah, it's like candy but a vegetable. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> uh, favorite site to visit in New York City whether it's a tourist place or just another place you found that you really enjoy going to? I really learned about Williamsburg, and I love to go there in Brooklyn. It always reminds me of Berlin, my hometown, and I just really like the place. Like, you have this little park on the water right there, and you just see the skyline, even if it's at night when you see the sunset or just during the day. That's probably one of my favorite spots. Favorite class and favorite professor at Hofstra? Um, I think my favorite class was my painting class so far. I did introduction to painting. It was just really nice to have a canvas in front of you in colors and just paint on it. It was like therapy. And favorite professor, probably Professor Evans. I had her in advertising last semester, and she's just amazing. She's been at Hofstra for a long time, as I know, and she just, yeah, got me into advertising, and I really liked her. And last question, uh, favorite opponent you play as a member of the Hofstra volleyball team and favorite road uh, place you get to go as a member of the uh, program? Okay. Favorite opponent? I really like playing Charleston. In the beginning, like in my second season when we played them, they were like really coming into our conference new and they were like just super good and up there and it was like, oh, they're tough to beat. But now we got the hint of it and I enjoy playing against them because they always get so mad when they lose, and it's just fun to play against them. And what was the other thing? Favorite uh, area to visit as a member of the uh, Hofstra volleyball team? Um, I always like to go down to UNCW um, Wilmington because it's like 
at the ocean usually, and we get to go to the beach. And but this year we actually go to Las Vegas in two weeks, and I'm excited to go there actually as a team trip. It's gonna be fun. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for joining us today on Pridecast, and uh, good luck this season. Thank you so much, Stephen. Thank you again for joining us for episode two of Pridecast, the official podcast of Hofstra Athletics, and a special thank you to Hannah Klem of the Hofstra volleyball team for being this week's guest. The weekend ahead in Hobson Pride Athletic, you see Friday, the Hobson Volleyball team head to Las Vegas to take part in the UNLB Invitational. Also on Friday, the field hockey team hosts Maine at 3 p.m. Men's soccer is at Boston College at 5 p.m. Volleyball will also face UNLB later that evening. And women's soccer will take on DePaul University up at Army West Point. Saturday will feature the volleyball team taking on Sacramento State in Las Vegas uh, and a neutral site field hockey game between Liberty and Syracuse at Hofstra. And the weekend concludes with women's soccer taking on UNC Greensboro up at Army West Point at 11.30 a.m. The field hockey team hosting Syracuse at 1 p.m. and then men's soccer at Harvard at 4 p.m. Thanks again for joining us today and go Pride.